0: Hi, I'm Dominic Insinius, Leader of the Heart. I want to welcome you to the Heart Podcast. Thank you for letting us be a small part in your journey of faith. I hope this message today encourages you and strengthens you. Big things can happen when we expect God to move, so I pray today that God would speak to you through this message. My name's Dominic. I'm the leader here at the Heart. I'm grateful for you guys to be here today. I know on Sunday mornings, uh, our beds are the biggest competitor to really anything, Uh, And they usually win. So I appreciate you guys coming out today. We are um, starting a brand new series today called natural. And if you're not an outdoorsy person, don't worry. Uh, Not all the challenges are going to be getting in the outdoors or going camping or anything like that. So so you're safe. You're safe for now. But what we want to do, we're going to spend a few weeks, uh, this has kind of been in our, in our, in our crockpots, in our brains for quite a long time. And uh, what I want to do is over the next several weeks, we're going to look at how the nature around us, creation around us, what already existed before we were here and what will be here when we are gone, what we can learn from nature around us. What we can learn from what God has created, what we can learn from uh, uh, trees and hikes and mountains and water, what can we learn, how can that grow our faith? So I'm going to have, we're going to have some challenges for you over the next couple of weeks Because what we're doing here at all, right, why we're here on a Sunday morning, why we come to church, why we listen to, let's say you listen to another podcast throughout the week, uh, another sermon, message, whatever it is, why we do those things, why we listen to stuff like this is because we are wanting to grow our faith. And part of that growing of faith, part of those steps that we take are being intentional, being intentional to discover intentional to seek and so it's 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 in that that I want to spend some time today on you being intentional to seek growth in your faith on you being intentional to discover uh, the, this past year, uh, we were invited by some friends of ours to go to Big Bend, Big Bend National, uh, National Park. I think there's a Big Bend State Park. That is terrible. Don't ever go there. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. Uh, and then there's Big Bend National Park. And so we went to Big Bend National Park. And um, uh, our friends, they said, we have to go to this during this certain time. I think it was October. It was October, right? When we went, It was in October because it's the darkest time of the year. And in, in, in this area where we stayed around Big Bend, uh, there's not a lot of uh, what's called noise, or no, light pollution. That's what it is. There's not a lot of light pollution, okay? That means there's not a lot of city lights that, you know, so you can't see the dark sky. But in Big Bend, you can see complete darkness. If that Can you say that? Does that make sense? You can see complete darkness. <laughs> Your eyes wide open. Y'all, it was so dark out there that when I looked up, I could see the Milky Way. I could see the haze of the Milky Way. Absolutely incredible. And then we went on a bunch, of, uh, a bunch of hikes, and Big Bend is so cool because there, you can see like there's like two or three different like almost ecosystems in this one area, and there was just something about going out there. We didn't camp or anything. We stayed in a, a, a cabin, which is a very generous term for what these things were that we stayed in. Uh, they were basically a little trailer, and, um, and there was something awakened in me just being out there on the earth. And I'm, I'm not really an outdoorsy person. I, I, like I said, I don't do a lot of camping, so I'm not going to challenge you to like, hey, now we all got to go to Big Bend. Maybe we can, but that's not what I'm saying. I discovered something. I discovered how big the earth, there's something about being out in the middle of nowhere that lets you realize the significance of the earth, the vastness of the earth, the vastness of what God has created. And so since then, this is. Does anybody ever uh, it, tell me if this is how you do it? You have something in your mind, something that you are starting to become obsessed with, and you watch a thousand hours of it on YouTube and inform and, and yourself on. it. Is anybody else like that? No. Nope? Okay. A few people. Okay. Yeah. So what I what I do if you if you my. Uh, I'm ashamed of my YouTube search history because it's just campers. It's just like different types of campers. And I haven't bought a camper. I haven't even talked to Amber about buying a camper. But I have looked at hours and hours of like camper reviews. And there's a couple guys I follow that do camper reviews and rooftop tent reviews. And I know all kinds of stuff about campers. And I've never even been in one. And I, I've never, uh, and our, our neighbors, they bought a camper uh, you know, a, a couple of months ago, and I, you know, I, I'm not really the kind of neighbor, I, there's a few of my neighbors I haven't even met, I'm ashamed to say, so I'm not the kind of neighbor that's like, hey, what's going on? But they pulled up in this camper, and I was like, whoa, and I, you know, I had 100 questions, and, and so I'll, the way my process works is I'll probably buy a camper in the next 30 to 40 years. There's a few more reviews I have to go through, but trust me. By the time I'm 70, camper. <laughs> That's how I do things. I wanna, here's what I want for you today, before you walk out of here today. I want you to know what it looks like for you to discover something. Now, being this series called Natural, I am going to challenge you to get outdoors, to do something outside, but that can be something as simple as a walk, just to walk around, maybe walk, walk around an area that you normally drive by and see what you notice. But I want to know, I want you to know, I want you to figure out where you can discover something. Where you can discover something new. Our team, our leadership team, we talk, we've been talking about change and why change is difficult. New things are difficult. Newness can be difficult. But if we took the time to really understand, if we stopped and really saw, what we would see is that new things are what lead to growth. And as I said, when we first started here today, growth is why we're here. The only way you cannot grow is if you choose not to. Because things will change. People will change. Life changes. Seasons change. And it's the real stubborn ones, and you know who you are, that say, I will resist that change. I will resist anything new. I don't want anything new. I don't want any new friends. I don't want any new TV shows. I am happy. I don't want any new music. I'm happy with the things that are in my life. But being happy with the way things are rarely leads to new growth. And it's not a black and white. It's not either you're happy with the way things are or you're, you're really uh, upset with the way things are. It's not black and white like that. It's being content and seeking more. Seeking to discover. The only way to discover something new is to seek to discover something new. I wanna look at a a piece of scripture today, a a verse that you may have heard before, uh, you may have read before, and I'm positive over the last few years we've touched on this verse a time or two. There's a lot of uh, concepts in the Bible throughout the Old Testament, New Testament that talk about a newness, that refer to a newness that God does. A newness that God creates. A newness that God can bring. We sing songs about it on Sunday mornings that talk about the new things that God can do in you. The new things that God is doing in his people, in this community, in this church. The new things that God is doing in me. In fact, there's a scripture in the New Testament. That's not the one we're going to look at today. There's a scripture in the New Testament uh, that I think it's in Ephesians that says, "If anyone is in Christ, right? If anyone, if anyone puts their life, their soul in, into Christ, that they become a new person." Such powerful imagery. It's such a powerful image to think I can become somebody new. God can literally make me new a new person from the inside. And so I want to look at, uh, at the book of Isaiah. Book of Isaiah, if you're not familiar with it, it's in the Old Testament. Isaiah was one of the prophets. And a prophet was someone who, when they would speak, not, every, not everything they said, but sometimes when they would speak, they would be speaking for God. It was how God communicated to his people. Isaiah was one of those prophets. And I want to look at chapter 43, verse 19. Right here, we're in the middle of Isaiah speaking to the people of Israel, God's people. And there's been some trouble. Seems like God's people are always in trouble. But, spoiler alert, we're all always in trouble. We're all a mess. Not just the Israelites. Not just Israel. We're all a mess. And so, this part that we're going to be picking up on is Isaiah is, is bringing some encouragement. He's bringing some encouragement and reminding people, and maybe as we read this it can remind us, he's reminding people of all the things that God has done of the amazing things that God has done. Think about it in your life. What are some amazing things that God has done in your life? Maybe you have gone through a really bad time and your faith in God has brought you through it. Maybe some tragic event happened in your life and your faith in God has brought you through that. Maybe it doesn't have to be tragic. Anybody ever need their faith in God to just get them through like a meeting at work or just like a Monday? You know what I mean? Like, God's faith is that big to get you through a Monday. Can you believe it? And so he's reminding the people listening of all the things that God has done. So he's kind of listing out all of these amazing things. And I'm going to read 18 and then 19. Verse 18 says, but forget all that. Think about some some of the biggest things that God has done for you. I can think of a few big things that God has done for me. I feel like my wife, Amber, I feel like God dropped her in my lap and we've been married for 15 years, going strong, love of my life. That's probably her calling. Tell her I'll call her back, Crystal. My son, Corbin, the relationship we have now, I feel like that is something God has done for us. The faith I have, I feel like that is something God has done for me. I can, I can think of these amazing things that God has done. And I don't know what it is for you, but watch what he says right here. Verse 18 says, but forget all that. It's nothing compared to what I'm going to do. Because watch this, for I am about to do something new. Maybe for you, something new is on the way. For I'm about to do something new. See, I have already begun. Do you not see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. Check out the imagery there. The imagery of a path through the wilderness. Rivers in the dry wasteland. I have I have had days, weeks, months where I have felt like I'm in a wasteland. Where I feel isolated, where I feel alone. God's the kind of God that's going to bring a river to that place. You're in the wilderness, you're lost, you don't know where you're going, you don't know what to do, get ready for a path to be created. God creates something new. But, but, if we are unwilling to seek to discover something new, how will we know when something new is in front of us? How will we know when that path is there in front of us? It's easy enough if you're lost in the actual. Well, say you go to Purgatory Creek here down the road. Purgatory Creek—they do a really great job of telling you what path you're on. It's all color-coded. We got Dante's Run, or what does else, what else is out there? Beatrice. You know they have all these hikes you can do. And if you get lost, you get off the path. Sooner or later, you find the path that you know which way you're supposed to go. But what if their paths aren't marked? How will you know what the right one is? Just like our life this this coming week, how will you know if something new is in front of you if you're not seeking to discover something new? Do you see what I'm saying? So we can posture our lives... We can posture our heart, our mind, to seek to discover the new things that God can and will and wants to do in our life. But we got to have our eyes open. And not just open, we have to be looking. And I know that I'm literally preaching to the choir because y'all are here and you're trying to grow. You're trying to take steps in your journey of faith. And that's exactly what it takes. Steps in your journey of faith— are intentional. If you're taking notes, I want you to write this down. If we hold on to what we know, we miss the discovery of the new. If you just hold on to what you know, if you're happy with the way things are, I'm not looking for anything new. I'm not looking for new friends, new TV shows, new music. I'm not looking for anything to change. If we only hold on to that, we miss out on the discovery of the new things that God can and will do in our lives, in our community, in our family, at our job, in our marriage, in our parenting. If we only hold on to what we know, we miss the discovery of the new It'd be one thing if I was telling you this as someone who loves change. It'd be one thing if I was telling y'all this as someone who has really embraced the new things in life. This is coming from someone who hasn't bought a new pair of pants in about a year and a half. I am not embracing the new. (laughs) I don't embrace, I wear black all the time. I do not embrace the new. My car—it's all black, black interior. I don't embrace the new. Hey, you want to get a new shirt? Yes, sure. Where's the black section here? Any dark cloth? Yeah, I'm gonna get some new shoes. Take a wild guess what kind of shoes I'm gonna get? Anyone? Vans. Yes, I do not embrace. But I do not. And this, y'all, this is all jokes aside. This is my fifth pair of these checkered shoes in the past year. They slowly phase into, like, my garage shoes and then my lawn mowing shoes. So if you, if you go by my house and I'm mowing the lawn, I'm doing it in a checkered pair of ants. Yo, I need help. I don't embrace the new. So I'm not coming at you as in, like, I, I got it figured out. I know how to embrace new things. Let's do it now. I want to teach you how. No, no, no. I need your help on how to embrace the new. If you're taking notes, I want you to write this down. When we choose... To discover. It's got to be a choice. It has to be a choice. It has to be us choosing, seeking to discover. When we choose to discover, we take the next step in our journey of faith. That's what the next step is. Now be careful, because if you're saying, I'm really happy with my faith is right now, oh, that sounds a lot like, I don't need any more friends, I don't need any more shows, I don't need any more music, I don't need any more faith. Every time I have taken a major step in my journey of faith, it has come at a time when I needed more faith for what I was facing. When I needed more faith for what was coming up in life. See, because sometimes, even if you're not seeking to discover, something will hit you in the face, right? Something will hit you in your life that you didn't want. You get fired or someone in your family gets sick get into a car wreck flat tire sometimes life happens and we're forced to deal with those things but what if what if we positioned ourselves in a place where we are seeking to discover new things Not just reacting to the things happening around us, but building our faith, growing our relationships, focusing on being the healthiest person that we can be, because we are seeking to discover the new things that God can do. Seeking to discover the new things that God can do in us, through us, in our families. And the reason I'm talking about, talking about this, the reason I'm talking about this discovery, because I see that in nature around us. I see a discovery when I walk around. I discover new things. y'all. You know, my, my wife lately, and, and some of y'all might know this already, she's been very, very into plants. And when I say very into plants, I think that is an understatement she has we we went from before my son moved out, and she maybe she should talk to her counselor about this before our son moved out, we had maybe three or four plants now there are upwards of seventy plants in our house inside and outside, and it seems like we have every plant that's ever existed on planet Earth, but we are discovering new plants, and she'll find these places, these greenhouses. And, and she calls them, her they're different versions of Narnia. Because we walk in and there's just, you know, every plant you can think of and they're huge. And and she always has to touch the leaves because the leaves feel different. And I'm just discovering more about plants. And it, I have a feeling it's going to become like, like I didn't want a dog. But Amber and Corbin, my wife and son, brought a dog home. And I'm like, all right, all right. And I, I feel like it's going to start to get that way with plants where... I'm going to start helping. You know, I just slowly start helping. And by helping, I mean not complaining about the plants. That's my first step towards helping. (laughs) I don't roll my eyes when she brings a new one home, so I am helping. You're welcome. Marriage tips from a pro. So here's what I want you to do this week. I don't... If you want to go camping, go camp. But I'm not telling you you need to become an outdoor person. What I do want you to do is walk. Take a walk for one one mile. Just do a mile walk one time this week. If you're feeling froggy, walk every day. But don't walk to get in exercise. Don't walk to get in steps. Don't walk because it's part of your fitness plan. I want you to find some place where you can walk around and look around. Make it a mosey. You're gonna mosey around. Make it last 30 minutes. Walk slow. Look around, see what you can discover. See if you've ever paid attention to what what kind of cars your neighbor has. See if you've ever paid attention to how many trees are in your neighborhood. If I see a big tree out and about, I'll take a photo and send it back to my wife. Because she always calls trees her friends. See if you can find some friends. See if you can find a, a tree that you hadn't noticed before, an animal that you hadn't seen before. I want you to do this because we are connected to the earth because we are both us and the earth created by God. This is our creation to be in. We are God's creation on God's creation. And so while you're out seeking to discover something new around you on your walk, I want you to seek to discover something new in your life. What's amazing about God is you can even ask God to do something new in certain areas of your life. You don't have to wait for something new. This isn't a message of if you're stuck, God will do something new. Maybe you are, but you don't need to be stuck to discover something new. If you are stuck, you can pray and you can ask God to do something new in your life. But even if you're not stuck and you need a new path, you need a path in whatever wilderness you're going through. You need a river in this wasteland that you feel like you're in. What's amazing about God, instead of us just having to wait for God to do whatever he's going to do, we can come to God. We can come to God in prayer. That's one of the amazing things that uh, that Jesus did is he broke the barriers between us and our creator. Now our prayers are heard by God. Our words, our heartbeat is heard by God. So this week, that's what I want you to do, is I want you to seek to discover. Whether you're stuck or not. In fact, it would be even better if you weren't stuck. You know, sometimes you you, you hear a message and you're like, that wasn't for me, but I know who needs to hear that. My mom always thinks every message is for my dad. (laughs) She always thinks, wow, that was good. Not for me, though. This guy needs it. (laughs) The old church nudge, you know, listen up. I'm telling you that this message is for everyone because it's not if you feel stuck, here's a way out. I'm saying that I want you to be ready to find new ways. I want you to be ready to find new paths. I want you to be ready to discover something new in your life, in your faith, in your heart. That's what I want for you today. If you could close your eyes, I'm going to pray for us this morning. God, we are so grateful that you've given us something new that we can find new things in life because of you. God, I pray today for those of us that need something new that you would show us that new path. I pray that we would position our hearts to seek to discover something new in you, something new in our faith, something new in our life, something new in our marriage, something new in our relationships. We're grateful. We love you, and we pray that in your name. Amen. Thanks for listening to The Heart Podcast. At The Heart, our mission and goal is to connect people to the heart of God. If you would like to pursue a relationship with Jesus Christ, please visit us at www.theheart.church for more information. If today's message connected with you, we want to invite you to share it with someone who might benefit from it. And if you live near San Marcos, Texas, we'd like to invite you to visit us this Sunday morning We have two experiences for you to choose from at 9.30 and 11 a.m. all happening at the Spot Cinema House and Eatery. Remember to be bold this week and connect with those around you. It's how our relationships grow and how your faith grows.